Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show. (sighs) Well, this is going to be intense. (laughs) So let's get started. Intense, intense is honestly the quote-unquote word of what we will really, really talk about this evening. So hopefully everyone has taken the opportunity and has watched Tonight's episode of Insecure, (sighs) season four, episode five. And of course, the title is Low-Key Moving On. Okay. (laughs) Let's get started. So Low-Key Moving On, basically, you know, this episode will showcase the block party is really unfolding and it starts and it's super lit I must say the event honestly goes on and it goes off really without a hitch and you know I want to I'll probably be all over the place with this episode because there's so much to unpack and you know shout out to Twitter as well as Insecure HBO um, for all of the tweets, all of the feedback, everyone's opinions, it's its so much going on right now. So let's do the best we can and um, let's, let's just do what we can. <laughs> so this was a very intense episode, I honestly must say. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm an extreme fan of the show. Uh, again, shout out to Issa Rae and the team for writing a show that creates the conversation and presents a beautiful narrative so again let's start there um this episode of course like i said previously is called low-key moving on and i believe that title that title says a lot in regards of at the beginning of the episode you know you really get to look into Issa's spirit and her soul to say wow she really is trying her best to really put together this event and her headliner dropped out. So, you know, in the middle of the night, as we have all been involved, you know, with projects and you're super nervous on how it's going to unfold the next day, you know, you're up, you know, maybe you don't go to sleep and, and, you know, your focus, of course, is that project and event that you have in a few hours so we get to be reintroduced to Nathan and I like Issa's and Nathan's relationship uh, previous to this episode because we were able to see Issa really let her hair down and I say that in regards of if you guys remember and I think it was what season three when Issa and Nathan went back to uh, Issa's old house and I think they honestly had like just met, but she was just so free and she was able to um, jump in the pool with him and they were just naked and and enjoying each other's energies. And, And I think she was really able to see herself in another light after, you know, the breakup with, you know, the guys that she had been involved with. So, um... You know, to see him be reintroduced uh, in season four on this episode, 
I think it was cool because, you know, it, it was good to see that their energies had aligned again and she was able to move past any of his, as we quote unquote say, ghosting that he did in uh, season what was that season three and of course he ghosted her and randomly came back and you know I think sometimes we go through that at times and say you know I think that person was really cool but then they just left and so being able to have that conversation I'm glad that you know they were able to move on and clearly um some things happened at the end of the episode in in reasons as to why their relationship is a little bit better now and you know, I really want to discuss something that, you know, Issa was talking about at the after show, and it was uh, imposter syndrome. And she really discussed, like, with that syndrome, you know, we we do certain things in life that we believe that we know exactly what we're doing, and we're super focused, and we are just ready for what's next. And what happens is we may act as though we have it all together and just so happen we don't. And so it's that syndrome that we want to make sure that we have it all together and things go off, you know, without a hitch. And so, you know, I think she even explained, you know, at times she's super scared and extremely nervous about certain things because she wants, you know, things to really happen in a productive way. And with this, she was just really focused on having a very successful block party. And, you know, once the block party begins, you know, I am still team Condola. I love Condola's, you know, and I always talk about energies. I love Condola's energy. And I'm, it was so sad to see how hurt she is because I believe that she created two relationships. And I think that's what makes the situation so tricky is that she created a business relationship and then she had a personal relationship with the business relationships ex. And so in that situation, as we touched on in a previous episode on my podcast, is the lines become very blurred and you always want to make sure that you are, oh gosh, Condola really wanted to have a relationship and still honestly looks like she wanted to have a relationship with Issa. Unfortunately, she's hurt. And I believe, and of course, like I always say, I'm team Condola, is that she's gone through a divorce and now she's gone through a separation with someone that she honestly believes is still in love. And I think we can all say is still in love with Issa, you know, so... She's just at a at a very weird place. So it was really good to see her come and really finish what she started. And, you know, honestly, we have to take our hat off to Condola and say shout out to her because that's big for you to even still show up at an event. And you knew that you were just ending a situation with the ex and he meant, he meant a lot to you. But, you know, moving on through the episode, it was about how do we create the idea and fulfill the idea that Issa wanted to to do which was have an event for us by us which meant for her of course people of color and be able to showcase the talents that were you know in in Inglewood 
And I think that's big. I think we always have to look at, instead of always going for like a big, big artist, is how do we sometimes promote our own local artist? And I think it was absolutely beautiful that she was able to really capture the essence of the new Inglewood and also, you know, the old Inglewood. And so I liked how that really uh, unfolded really throughout this episode is that one, she was so scared. And I think when we go back to episode uh, season three and one of the episodes, you know, there was a woman really kind of introducing I would, which is, you know, quote unquote, the new Inglewood. And to be able to see that honest, that new I would and the old Inglewood really come together and still be able to have a successful event. So shout out to her for that. Um, you know, some of my honest favorite moments, I'm going to touch on a couple of people. First, I'll touch on Tiffany. I was having a conversation with one of my friends and there's so many people that is with Tiffany is very much 50 50. You know, she's a new mom and she and her husband are still young. They really want to have fun. However, Tiffany is at a point of her life that she's like, oh, my God, I really am a mom. What do I do? <laughs> and I think that's what you really have to look at her and say, wow, she really is not enjoying this moment. And I, I, I like that it's creating the conversation because, of course, I'm not a mom, never had children. But the truth of the matter, I think people, of course, always love their kids. But there are times that parents are like, oh, my God, <laughs> I just want to be present. And I just want to be here with my partner and enjoying the moment. And it looks like she's just frustrated and she just doesn't know how to. Tiffany just honestly looks like she doesn't understand how to create that balance of still being being able to hold on to that fun single lifestyle. But in addition to being able to be a new mom and that's hard. You know, and shout out to the moms that, you know, make it look easy because, and again, we're making this episode on Mother's Day. So again, I, I made that post earlier because I know how hard it is and I would be so scared to be able to have a child and it's like, whoa, I have a, another living being that I am in charge of right now. So anyway, but you know, she really showed her her scare this evening of being a mom. So hopefully in the next, you know, few episodes, we'll be able to see that part really play out and unfold. Um, and then Kelly, my God, Kelly with this British accent between her and Amal, like they have this banter. Amal, of course, is Issa's brother. And Kelly was, I think, you know, dating this guy in, um, South Central and she was like I'm from London and this accent was spot on she was super hilarious however their banter was just on point like 280 on point and she really just created that comedic portion of what we really needed for this episode and I think middle of the episode, you know, there's a song that on weddings and, and family reunions and when we're at a club, people will get together on 
It used to be like the electric slide, but now it's the wobble. And it's like all nationalities, all races, all cultures, all ev just everyone knows the wobble. <laughs> and I must say, when I was reading a, uh, a uh, tweet earlier on um, uh, hashtag Insecure HBO, Insecure writers, after we tweeted about Issa and Molly making up during the wobble. So the wobble comes on and it's like a beautiful mesmerizing scene to see Molly and Issa kind of dip it low together and kind of, you know, slap hands like, hey girl, I got you. And it was such a beautiful, beautiful moment. And I'm like, whoo! <laughs> Honestly, probably like a lot of people that are just like, oh God, thank God. Maybe they'll be able to just move past this. Issa's been super stressed. Molly has been trying to understand and move past and, and really understand a new relationship and, and really kind of getting her, her groove at work. So... Ooh, yes, they're back together. And then it happens. You know, the, the headliner comes out and I think it's everyone enjoys their moment and it's just beautiful. And then at the end, as everyone is leaving from the block party, um, what is uh, Molly's boyfriend? I always call him Asian Bay. So Asian Bay, Jesus. It's literally, it's gonna, it's gonna hit me in my, my eye in a minute. I'm like, oh, oh my God, that was his name. Um, he, you know, works for Live Nation, which has a lot of the artists. And in our previous episode on the podcast, I discussed how I did not believe that it was okay for Issa to really ask Molly, hey, could you reach out to your boyfriend right now to see if he could help me out? We, the thing is, we were just not at a good place. So I don't feel comfortable really asking this new relationship if you could go and help out my best friend. And I get it, we're best friends and I'm supposed to be there to support you, you know, all of these things. But unfortunately, we need to work out our our issues. Our situation is, is huge. And so I'm really, you know, torn between, okay, do you still help out your best friend even though you know, hey, this is still my best friend, cool. But we still need to address our, our 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 issues, and so Nathan and and um, Asian Bay are roommates, and of course Issa reaches out to Nathan, and she's like, "Hey, could you ask your roommate? Could he help me out?" And at the end of the episode, we find out that Issa actually has followed through and you know she's at a rock and a hard place and she's like I need help and I know that Molly is in a relationship and she said no but unfortunately I really need a headliner and just so happened he makes it happen so it blows up after that and Andrew there we go Andrew is Asian Bay's name it just popped in my mind and so literally you know, there's been so many conversations on Twitter about, you know, Andrew went behind Molly's back and helped out Issa. 
Um, a lot of people were just like, you know, I would be pissed off. And, you know, a huge scene then erupts between Molly and Issa. And so it was about really how Molly didn't really want to see Issa thrive, how her man really helped her best friend out. But then also, you know, how does Molly really focus on her issues that she has going on and Issa not really holding herself accountable for her issues and they honestly got to the point that they were literally in each other's face about to fight and there were a lot of jabs that were taken a lot of words that were that that just you know I'm a firm believer that words hurt and also words mean things and so during this whole process between them two, you know, everyone on Twitter and that I have read are really saying that Molly was wrong. And for me, I'm, I'm really, like I said, I am mixed between the two because I believe that Molly was at the heat of the moment. And she found out at the heat of the moment from Andrew, Asian Bay, <laughs> that he helped out Issa anyway. And so she's like, well, wait a minute. I just had the conversation with her saying that, unfortunately, I can't help you out. But Issa still knew that she had invested a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of her life into making this event as big and as successful as she could. And you can't really fault her either because she, Issa, wanted to make sure that she at least had a successful event and she knew that Andrew would really be able to help her make that happen. And so, you know, honestly, going back, I, I do feel that it could have been a tabled conversation that maybe Molly could have at least waited to the next day or really let her know that I felt disrespected because I let you know from a friend to a friend that I did not feel comfortable helping you out for this. But Molly and, and Issa really have to get to the root of the situation because I think, you know, I was listening to their block party. They had a, um, a pre-insecure uh, moment before the show today. And a lot of people talked about how on season one of Insecure, how Molly was really just not a supportive friend. But then in addition to Issa has always been that friend that never really finishes things and things are just always out in the open and she'll get back to them and they just are never complete. And so, you know, looking at Twitter, even as I am making this episode, I mean, see it, seeing Issa at this stage, honestly, it made me super proud because I'm just like, wow, this woman had a vision. She focused and she really made it happen. And she's honestly come a long way from the first season. And she's really cemented her place in the world. And I think making sure that in addition to that, when they really got into that argument, she stood up for herself. But in addition to, they both have so much built up energy that they really have to have the conversation. Because I thought it was beautiful, like Andre, he, uh, uh, Andrew, 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 he finally acknowledged Molly as his girlfriend. And, you know, I'm glad that she didn't really mess that moment up, but it was kind of like, 
ooh, okay, but this just happened. And so, I mean, a lot of people, honestly, you know, on... A lot of people are really just saying that Molly is selfish and she really just didn't want to help anyone else or no one else should be successful besides her. And, you know, I I do believe that a little bit is because she has been so successful. And and I think there are people in our relationships, friendships that are extremely successful and sometimes they don't want everyone to succeed. And hopefully she is not that type of person, but those are the type of people that you don't need in your circle. Because for me, I want everyone to win. Because if we all win and we're all friends, that means we've all really done the work to be successful. And when things are not at the top, we can still support each other and we can always be there to make sure that we hold each other accountable for everything. And, you know, they're best friends. And so I do hope that this is really... I can say this, that this, this, this show creates the conversation, the conversation that is totally needed in friendships and relationships for cultures. And I believe that Issa has done and her team and the writers and all of the actors, everyone has done a phenomenal job, a phenomenal job of really bringing back this season and creating the narrative because it is totally needed and necessary. So again, shout out to Insecure season four, episode five, low key moving on. Thank you guys so much for honestly tuning in to the Jameer Smith show and have some fun things, of course, as I always say, coming up this week and next week. So keep your ears posted and again send me some great you know conversation pieces in 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 the email so i can definitely answer them at uh, the jameer smith show at gmail.com again that's uh, the jameer smith show at gmail.com and you know let me know your feelings with the episode like what what are your thoughts how, how do you feel things unfolded what do you think what's next who was right who was wrong you know all of the things so um thank you guys so much for tuning in and i always always appreciate you guys thank you and be safe stay creative